Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode of Bannockdotes, a podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm your host, Phil Paxson. If you're new to the show, what we do is we bring people from the music scene on, whether it's musicians, promoters, photographers, get them to plug their platform, whatever they're doing in the Ontario scene, and then get them to tell some of the wildest stories they have from being around that band culture. And let me tell you what. We got some wild stories for this episode today. It was a great one. But before I get into that, we got shows. Ontario has got shows, and it's bringing it. All right, this Friday, April 22nd, in Guelph, we've got Frank Dukes, All But Six, Pep Talk, and Suplex City. And that's at the Jimmy Jazz. In Toronto, at the Bovine, we got Girth's video release show with Oakrest and Mellow Honey. Saturday, April 23rd, in Toronto, we got a free show at the Bovine with Choices Made, Mall Crimes, The Slime, and The Holdouts. In Guelph, that night, we had Dominion, Saf, Prior Convictions, and Laid to Rest, and that's at the Jimmy Jazz. In Hamilton that night, at the Kill Room, we've got Scarfold, Deadly Game, Bar Down, and Reliever. That's going to be a heavy show. Definitely go check out that show. Sunday, April 24th, in Barrie, we got School Damage, The Reddies, The Holdouts, and that's at Infinity Zero, aka Ask a Punk, if you don't know where that is. In Hamilton that night, at the Casbah, we got Blissfields, Herd of Elk, and Casey Baker, Neon Cowboy. Friday, April 29th, Faster and Louder Records presents Avem, Speed Humps, Mind Count, Dave Rocket and the Jobbers, and that's in London at Richmond Tavern. Saturday, April 30th, in Hamilton at the Kill Room, we got Hostage, Scabs Off, Postpartum, New Anthem, Lil Perms, Nails, and Grim, and more. That's going to be a really cool show. Check that out. In Ajax that night, we got Badger Milk with Danger Like, Spook the Beast, and Grave Earth. Sunday, May 1st, in Barry, Pure Grain Promos presents Pillars of Autumn, Battle Scarred, Halfway Through Hell, I See Aurora, and Cruel Intent at the Queens. In Toronto that night, we have Infant Island, A Flock Named Murder, and our homies in Gouge Out, and that's at the Orwell. Saturday, May 7th, in Ottawa, Pandemonium presents Killatoris with Necrotic Gore Beast, The Aphelion, Soul Thief, Harvested, and that's at Brass Monkey. Friday, May 13th, in Toronto, Off Leash presents Class of 2022. Now, this show was definitely supposed to happen earlier this year, but because of stuff happening, it got pushed back, and I'm stoked that this is happening. We got Dear God, Do Flame, Mile Ends, and Real World, and that's at the Monarch Tavern. That's in Toronto. Saturday, May 14th, we got B.A. Johnson with Sons of Butchers at the Atria in Oshawa. Tuesday, May 17th, in Kill or Kitchener, we have Tunic, Strange Limbs, Thou Shout, and that's at the Short Finger Brewing. Saturday, May 21st, in St. Catharines, we have Belvedere, The Last Gang, and The Holdouts. Adam and the Metalhawks are doing a bit of shows with Revive the Rose, and that's May 27th in Toronto at Sneaky D's, May 28th in Ottawa at Brass Monkey, and May 29th. Saturday, May 28th, Niagara Metal presents the Swap and Drop 5-Year Anniversary with Fanadex, Blood Opera, The House of Haunt, and The Electric Dead, and that's at Camp Cataract. And lastly, 
May or September 9th and 10th. This is quite a bit of ways, but make sure you go grab your tickets for it. We got a massive hardcore festival happening in Mississauga, put together by your folks from Damage Control and Solace Music Promotions. That's Hold Your Ground Fest 22, featuring bands like Never Ending Game, Mind Force, Pain of Truth, Dare, Momentum, Gridiron, Cohesion, Cold Shoulder, Endgame, Mile End, and many more. Get your tickets at holdyourgroundfest.com. Holy smokes, folks! We got lots of shows going on. So if you heard a show in your area, maybe a band you want to go check out, go check them out. Come on. Spare the change. You can do it. Shows are only like 10, 15 bucks, 20 at most. You can afford it. Come on, let's do it. Let's get this together. All right, my guest this week for the special 420 episode that I put together. Yeah, it's 420. We have to acknowledge it. And I apologize for the folks who don't celebrate, but we kind of made a fun episode out of this. I have Ben Respin of Rules. He played in the video Dead, uh, St. Alvarez. he was a, he's part of a podcast get into the weeds this was such an awesome episode you know he he's been around the block long longer than i have uh and and he had quite a handful of stories to tell us that were super rad and uh we take some edibles throughout the episode uh i counted that i ended up taking about 200 milligrams worth um i wish i had some footage to show you other wise after the show of anything me doing anything stupid but uh, nothing happened. I told my wife, you know, I'll be on standby if I say or do anything stupid. Just clip a video of me. Nothing really happened. I ended up getting really tired and falling asleep. So, but we had a good time anyway. All right, folks, let's get into the episode. I'm not looking for a 
before, uh, like back when I was into the band, a band called Saint Alvia Cartel. Yeah, we were um, nominated for Junos a couple times, and we were at the Junos in Vancouver, and they had like these this, uh, and I had like uh, not spiky hair. I didn't have spiky hair, but like it was kind of <laughs> styled. And I, ha- I wore like the Milo, we call them Milo glasses, like from the Descendants, like the yeah. Hornwing glasses, yeah. right? And then people all the time thought I looked like that Stephen Page dude. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Always, eh? All, like I would get it like at parties, like, like, who do you think you are? The guy from the Bare Naked Ladies? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> right? And then so I was with my date and um, they had like this, like, uh, like this rock star hotel thing or something like that where you could go and you get like free swag, get like headphones and yeah. for nominees and, and stuff like that. So we were going up to that. And um, I think it wasn't Anvil. Is Venom Canadian? Venom's Canadian. Yeah. Or yeah. Triumph, Triumph. 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 It was Triumph was getting a, a Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. or something, the Junos. And so we're on this elevator, right? Me and my date. And then uh, the one guy, Ed Robinson from the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> yeah, like not, yeah. not the guy I look like, Stephen Page. Right. The other guy. <laughs> right? And then the guy, the, <laughs> the drummer from Triumph gets on the fucking elevator. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wow, I love your band, man. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, dude. I'm like, I can't. Like, thanks, dude. Try, I'm sick, right? And then he's like, he's like, and then he's going on. He's like, it's so cool to see you guys together. I heard there was some turmoil. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This dude thinks I'm Stephen Page. He has no idea about my band. I thought that would have been weird. (laughs) You know? And then so, yeah. And then so I like, yeah, I just went with it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool to meet you too and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we exited the the elevator, and I always wonder if the guy from Triumph still says like, "I met bare naked ladies in an elevator." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I didn't have the heart to be like. It's funny that the, uh, the other guy from Bare Naked Ladies was like he was like, um, like like he wasn't even <laughs> acknowledging the shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't realize, like you know what I mean. He thought maybe the guy, like he didn't know the fuck I am. Maybe he right. was in some other band. <laughs> it was just because at the end he's like, it was cool to see you guys because he got off like on the floor before or something like that, yeah. and it was like us around like. <laughs> And it took a second for me to process it, you know, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That was a funny one. Right on, folks. Well, thank you for tuning in to another Banecdotes. I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Our shirt of the week is Cold Shoulder. They're a local hardcore band. And we got my guest, Ben Respin. Thank uh, you for joining me. No problem. What camera am I talking about? Okay. This is your camera okay, cool. right here. Cool. And we got uh, to both of us is right there. And Cool. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Thank you for coming on. And this is our thank 420 so episode. Yeah. Happy, for, happy 420, I guess. Happy 420, yeah. yeah. We'll pretend it's 420. I'm going to get into these while we sure. get started. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So, yeah thank you for coming by. Yeah. I know it was... Uh, we had some tricky. trouble, but uh, hey, we got you here. We made it. That's we what's made it important. Work and that's yeah, yeah. So, uh, and so thanks for being so patient about all that. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. I feel bad about that. <laughs> it's all good. So, you want to tell uh, the viewers and listeners a bit about yourself, what you do? Um, well, I guess we're eating a cherry bomb. Yeah. Uh, is it, how much is it? Three hundred and fifty milligrams. Uh, not a guy. The whole bag. No, I think fifty a guy. Oh, fifty milligram a guy. I'll do half of this. Okay. I still got to drive. That's fair. I don't. <laughs> mm, that's tasty though. Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you. Yeah. I brought some guests. So, for you. Um, sorry, I'm chewing. We were just <laughs> talking about the show. Like, it's gross to smoke weed on shows. Now I'm just like smacking my lips <laughs> right in your fucking mic. Yeah. Everybody loves that sound. So, really, this, is the high, this is the highlight of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that down. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, Ben. My name's Ben. I play in a band called Rules. I played in a bunch of bands punk bands in the 905 over the years um started promoting shows when i was like 14 or 15 and that was almost 30 years ago now <laughs> uh yeah so i guess aging punker also cannabis advocate 
uh, plant medicine advocate, um, and then content creator. I have my own podcast, and we make you know music videos and made movies and festivals and all that kind of stuff. Just into the fun stuff. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I guess when, when you're about fourteen or fifteen, really young, we started promoting shows in like rural Ontario, like like north of like kind of Carlisle or around Carlisle. Yeah. Um, and um, just sort of that sort of kind of was the way since we started smoking weed, <laughs> doing punk shows, and then that turned into like punk festivals or you know music videos or like putting out your own records, like that kind of shit, doing your own tours. Um, and then yeah, just kind of it was always just sort of DIY, DIY. Let's get like we want to do something. Let's figure out how to do it, and that's turned into some pretty big projects over the years. You know, thankfully, really super fun. cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a professional fun haver. <laughs> so uh, it sounds yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean. I love I love making something out of nothing. Like you know, it doesn't matter what it is. You right. know what I mean? Like it can be a, like because I also have a marketing company and things like that. You know, it's not always you know you gotta you know you gotta make things. You know, uh, yeah, you gotta make money. So, yeah. um, but I love coming up with a campaign or anything or building a video or like building a set. I like when there's nothing and then you've made something and then yeah. you go, huh, we made that and it's done and the idea for whatever it is came into fruition. That's yeah. like one of my you know one of like I'm like I'm addicted to that. Super cool. Yeah. So actually, last time me and you were, I saw you in person was actually, I believe, was Bong Mansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk to about sure. a bit about Bong yeah, Mansion? So Bong Mansion, um, I had a, so I was, um, I had a, I had a, uh, a small production company, I guess, called Misfit Island for a bit, and we had some studio space above the St. Hollywood in Hamilton called Halo, and I was partnered with my friend uh, Roman Marconi, who produced the Rules record, and this is where we recorded the Great Segway. Oh, really? Where we ended up recording or that the Rules record. Cool. But after at the end of that, we had found white mold, or black mold up in the, the place. And so oh, no. I had, my production company had partnered with a company called Puff Digital at the time, uh, which was a content sharing and ad network for cannabis-specific content. And so we were doing like, you know, Twitch live streams of people trying bongs and all sorts of different kind of shit up at that studio. And so that stuff's really weekly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how, you know, when you're putting out your podcast and has to come out on time, yep. and, you know, you, 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 you train your audience, right? And then you fuck up that algorithm. You could lose a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's remarkable how fucking damaging that can be. So really? We can swear, I guess. Right? Absolutely. Sorry. I just uh, habitually. Yeah, we're all good. I'm not angry. <laughs> <laughs> I just F-bomb slip the fuck out, you know? Um, and so anyway, so I needed somewhere quickly to get like, you know, post to this um, uh, or get get it. I needed a new studio fast. And so uh, earlier that year, I had been flown or maybe the year prior or something, you know, you know, previously, uh, uh, I had met a man named Terry Line, who was the founder of T-God in many ways, um, you know, done very well for himself in cannabis. And I'm working on projects with him now. Um, but uh, I've met him. I, I was flown down to Las Vegas to interview Send Dog from Cypress Hill. Super cool. And Terry Line. Yeah. So that's how big Terry Line is. You know, like obviously the Cypress Hill guy, but from the business side of things in, in, in the regulated cannabis market, Terry Line is equally as valuable to the, 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 the conversation. Right. You know? If not more so, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, not take away from fucking Cypress Hill, but you know, like I know Terry, uh, like with tissue culture and the things that he's working on are taking cannabis to the next game in the, in the next way, you know, like next level. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Sorry. So anyway, we had become friends and Terry had happened to be, be from Burlington. And so he, his family owned the Canadian Tire in town. Yeah. And uh, so he knew of all, all of us because that's where all the bands, like Grade, Video Dead, like all of our old hardcore bands in town, would take our fucking vans to get fixed. Nice. So he kind of, because Chris Danner, the drummer of Grade for yeah. many of the years, you know, they've had a, they had a bunch of different lineups, but Danner, who was, he was also in Jersey for a minute and all sorts of outspan, a bunch of those old 905 punk bands, hardcore bands. Uh, he was the guy fixing all the vans. So we'd always just take it to Danner. So he had sort of a history. 
And so I posted on Facebook, like looking for a studio. And then I had been to this this mansion. Actually, Terry invited me to his fiftieth um, uh, birthday. His wife did like, and I was like, oh wow, I got invited by this dude to his fiftieth birthday. And it was like it was kind of out of the blue. And so yeah. I went and. It was like, I'm like, I don't know what, I'm going to some mansion. So I like brought wine. I didn't know what the fuck was up. I get in there. There's like fucking dabs and like a band's playing cheap trick. And it's like this broken rat ass fucking mansion. I was like, this place is sick. So sorry, got sidetracked again. So back to the Facebook and I'm like looking for a studio. And Terry chimes into my Facebook. He's like, why don't you take the mansion? And I'm like, I, I DM'd him. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, absolutely. Like, he's like, go, go. So we went in there, set up shop and like, you know, empty empty fucking pool thing so i set we set up like i was doing you know we had to get the with the twitch channel thing get going we were doing puff digital and a couple other projects like we're doing marketing for we that's where like i don't know if you've heard of the brand Greybeard. we were coming up with the real initial kind of visuals for that and then terry was working on what he's working on now he has this lp called nine lions and a, a tissue culture lab the biggest one probably in the world out of the netherlands for cannabis and all food like if you ever had a banana you've had terry's banana really, <laughs> it's just like that kind super of super cool shit. Yeah, his biggest clients are Monsanto, McDonald's, and the you know the People's Republic of China. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's very, very well versed in tissue culture. Yeah, you know. So anyway, um, so that's what he was working on. So the first day we're there, um, we're all like, "This is fucking wild!" Like I'm in this room with this leopard print carpet. There's a sex room downstairs, empty <laughs> pool for skateboarding. There's these lounges. This place was like a swingers, like mid-century swingers fucking paradise. That's so cool. And it was half all broken. And it was on the water, right next door. Living next door is. Um, Oh, fuck, what are their, their names are going to escape me? The guys who, like, Tim Hortons. The yeah, guys who own Tim Hortons. I can't Hortons. think of his name, but, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Anyway, probably best that we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anyway, so we set up there, and then I was kind of like, like, this is crazy. Like, you know, I have a, a drawing still from when I was in grade three. We all had to draw, like, our apartments and shit like that. Yeah. And I got into skateboarding and shit really young because it, like, it was the 80s you know yeah. late 80s everybody was into it you know totally. it wasn't like i was like fucking cool dude you know it's discovering <laughs> something you know yeah. just whatever and so i had this picture that's like there's a half pipe and there's like all this rad shit and i was like that's essentially what it was given to me my, my childhood you know party <laughs> dream house yeah totally and so i was like i gotta open this up to creators so um part of my duties were making content for puff digital's like uh um publications at the time um then i moved on to from that job but anyway um so I said, hey, come use this shit. No booze. Uh, we needed to create a safe place. Um, but you can smoke weed. And if you want to shoot content here, you use the place for free. And we get to share the content. We get to publish the content through our sites. Yeah. And it worked great. First, like it was um, it was a party time. And like we had a great events. Like we drove dirt bikes. We had the monster truck played in the house one time. Uh, guys read dirt bikes through the house, like skateboarding. <laughs> uh, we had a comedy show. Um, uh, tons of music videos. Um Tons. Chill his dog contest. Chill his dog. That was one of my favorite fucking it, yeah. things on that. That was a dream come true. Actually. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I have been planning somehow to do, like, I'm bringing that back in some regards. I have been planning to do, like, I always had, a, I had an idea one time, like, the funnest day at work would get, get super high and just judge rad dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, people are going to bring cool fucking dogs. Yeah, yeah. And so we had, we had so much fun making that thing and it was, uh, the dogs were incredible, and like, we actually—I don't think we ever published that content. Like, no? other than that, on the, like maybe on the on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, maybe so I should, prob- I should probably put that together yeah. because um, anytime a dog is wearing a fucking pair of sunglasses, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's always a win. <laughs> yeah, totally. You My know? wife has a tattoo of a dog wearing sunglasses. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. One day I want to like, hey, open pitch to if there's a CBD company watching this that does pets. I would love to do someday a trailer for like a... Like an Air Bud, like soft reboot. <laughs> like it's like, you know, everybody's coming back 30 years later, 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's uh, it's just a slow pan. You're just slow panning in on this uh, graying golden retriever watching a like a like a reel. Yeah. Yeah. Of its, of his old like highlights, you know, like the basketball. Right. You know, you got some seven year fetch in there. Yeah. <laughs> golden receiver, like, you know, and he can't do it. But then, and then in the distance, um, y'all ready for this is playing softly on the piano. That's great. You know, and then, uh, you know, like, and then maybe, <laughs> maybe there's like some echoes from like, you know, previous, previous movies. Like, you know, won't somebody cover that dog? <laughs> Those kind of you things. You do it, bud. Yeah, and then he does CBD and he gets back. back. What, I, don't, I can't remember. What we, I don't know what we call this one. Back in the... What does the dog get back in? Back in its dog years. Back in dog Pup years. Pup years. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but fucking everybody does CBD and gets back in the saddle. But yeah. not like the golden saddle, back in the golden, because he's a golden receiver. Right. Golden. We'll work on it. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll whiteboard it. Just put everything on pause. We'll get a whiteboard out and pitch it. Anyway, I don't know. I, I sorry, I, I went off a little. It's bit. all good, man. That's what we're here for. It's the four twenty episode. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a bit about rules. Uh, so how long has rules been a band for? Um, I guess kind of like since twenty fourteen, we started just fucking around. But it was never. It's never really been like like uh, the whole point is to like like not they take it very seriously in the way that it's like a priority and it ever becomes unfun for all of us. Right. You know what I mean? We I want to that. like. Um, at saying like so, so, well, like I don't want to, you know, I loved being in all of my bands, but sometimes the business outweighs the fun. Yeah, and, um, that kind of loses for me. It was like like uh, just a, like it was wrecking music. I yeah. guess. So we wanted to come up with something, and then we just started kind of riffing it out, and um, we knew we wanted it to be heavy, but um, uh, it just sort of it just the sound just sort of fell out of us. There was never any sort of intention to be sound like anything or be mm-hmm. like anything. Uh, I, I said I didn't really want to have any um, I, like that's why I don't know if you're familiar with the record but there's no breaks in the songs there's musical breaks yeah uh, because I like I don't like I was really tired of being like a front man like you guys ready to see fucking so and so yeah like, you know yeah. what I mean like it's so tropish and it's like and I like all people really need me to say is thank you yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean really, like, yeah. you know, like thank you so much for coming buy merch yeah, yeah like the same but, stuff uh, uh, so I didn't really want that pressure just because I I don't know it's just where I was at with music at the time. And then so we just started coming coming up with songs every now and then, and then we played shows, and then we canceled a lot of shows, and um, just because the other guys are in Penske Fall and Walk Off the Earth and Creep Show and all that kind of shit, and um, and in and multiple other bands, but then Chuck's got United Snakes, and you know, um, so you know it was just always kind of fucking let's you know do what we can, you know what I mean? And then a few years ago now, I can't, um, it was my fortieth birthday. And we were at Halo, and uh, we said, "Hey, let's let's go in and bang out a record." And, like we locked ourselves in Halo for three days and did a fuck ton of acid, <laughs> and and, uh, uh, and fucking made that record. Yeah, and um, we had like probably the first six or seven songs, no six, I don't know, whatever, say side A, kind of done throughout the course of our, our career. Yeah, our, our not career, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the existence, and. Um, and then the other seven we banged out the night before and then stayed up all night jamming and working it out. 
And then the record that you hear was a single piece of music. We played a 35 minutes throughout the whole thing, ripping on acid. Wow. And some other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Stimulants. <laughs> but my, mainly acid. And then um, that was the second take, Live Off the Floors, that ended up on the wow, record. Wow, that's super cool. It sounds yeah. great. Yeah, thank and you. And you, uh, you guys put out the music video. Yeah. With Lewis Mallard. Yeah, yeah. That's and the third I, video we've put out so far, I think. Fourth. And, and I thought Lewis Mallard was a character you folks created. No. No. no that was actually pretty ser- – oh, sorry. I knocked the mic. That was pretty um, serendipitous how that happened, too. I kind of discovered him on Instagram because like, I thought he was uh, – and I just thought he was awesome. Like, like I think I'd seen him maybe walking around Hamilton. Like, <laughs> really? Like, he you walks around Hamilton. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I want to do something with this guy. I want to shoot something with this guy. Um, and um, my friend Victor, who directed that video – um, and Alex Aido Aido uh, Media check them out they're fucking doing great work but um, Victor he uh, I was like we were kind of just going back and forth on what we wanted to do for this video and um, I was like hey have you heard of this Lewis Mallard guy and he's like whoa dude I just met him and I was essentially going to pitch him for this video <laughs> really and I was like yeah so it was, it was like it was just kind of all worked out and then um yeah, we wanted to like like I wrote the script and we wanted to tell this kind of fucking dark story <laughs> about this guy like uh, realizing that he's you know a murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it was like uh, we and and those guys knocked it out of the park. Like we we wanted that really Kubrickian vibe, like the long slow pans. You know what I mean? Like because you got to th- like they did such a great job. But like shout out to Alex Lurkey, who's the DOP. Because the, the the costume never changes, but like, uh, uh, like, and I don't want to like sound like you know big up our own shit, but you're going through this with that fucking mallard, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, as he totally. realizes, you know what I mean? It's the, the way they played with angles just to get the emotion and yeah. the stress, and they're like, you know, um, it really ended up working, and it, and it's uh, like it's one of the things that I've made, I think, uh, or been part of making that. Um, I'm most proud of like I like you know I like it's it's so fucking great. <laughs> it's it's, great. I get like why people might be like what the hell like you know like uh, like it's a total like film nerd fucking yeah. <laughs> like self whack off like let's see how clever we are. I get it, but uh, I also just adore it. And, yeah. and the editing at the end, and then um, like we were like, oh man, we were trying to figure out ways to light him because we didn't know he had multiple costumes. He's like, oh, I have an evil version. <laughs> like like Lewis, I want, I want like he's yeah. like I have an evil version. We're like. <laughs> fucking great and then we shot up, up yeah so we just walked around hamilton and shot in gage park and then we went up to a surface farm uh, in hamilton if you ever never seen that place check that place out it's an amazing location to shoot stuff um but yeah it was uh, like what I, I was really happy i'm really proud of that project <laughs> is he uh wanted for murder <laughs> yeah i don't know no, he turns himself in he turns himself in and i was really happy that he was cool with playing all that because he he is a really beautiful person who like does that for kids like right. he, like he, right. you know he's not you know like he's like he wants to bring joy he's kind of like uh and i hope this isn't offensive if you ever but like like uh a not as like uh like imagine beavis and butthead's teacher if he wasn't a dipshit <laughs> <laughs> you know like a really just thoughtful fucking yeah, dude just a genuine yeah, person yeah, yeah yeah that's great yeah it's good it's cool so it was, it was fun to work with him <laughs> so now that things are slowly opening up in 2022 do you yeah. got any plans coming out or yeah um yeah uh we're working out yeah we're working on um a lot of events we're working on a uh punk festival for downtown toronto right now really yeah that's exciting yeah yeah we're good it's uh i think we're gonna call it summer school oh yeah yeah so i guess this will be in the announcement of it yeah oh yeah july okay. 22 and 23 How and, exciting. And we're gonna launch at the bovine it's gonna be multiple multiple stages cool yeah 
Yeah, and then we're going to see where it goes from there. Yeah, that's so awesome. So we got that coming up, and then Rules has... Um, well, I guess we'll have already played by the time this airs, but we'll, we'll be doing some stuff when we can. Yeah, you guys are doing Friday, right? You're yeah, playing we, Friday. We have Fridays there. Um, like, it's kind of like a small festival, but uh, like there's like five bands on that one. But um, uh, it's all our buddies from like Curse Blessing and stuff like that. We want yeah, to uh, Trigger Happy, Dragged yeah, In. Yeah, yeah. I love dra- that Dragged In band. You should have these guys on the fucking yeah, show. Well, yeah, they're we'll get them on. Sad, you heard dude. it. <laughs> yeah, they're one of, hands down, one of my fucking favorite bands right now not even just like local bands just like favorite bands oh really yeah, okay cool that yeah, yeah that, that's a great segue I was just gonna ask like what are some of the like is there any Ontario bands that have caught your attention within the last I like a lot of different music man but um, I mean um, I'd rem- remiss to say that I don't have a song I produced out that's kind of like a bigger or co-produced or A&R I guess uh, out for with a band called Harmonies that's uh, like working on the radio right now really called Push and Shove yeah that's a bit more of a, like a, a rock thing but um you know, I love Dirty Nil. I love, um, you know, I've dragged in definitely. Um, I just checked out Lilum the other night. That was fucking They're a cool sick. band, yeah. yeah um, uh, another band that was like not in that kind of heavy music sort of thing, but more of like the, like I also like a lot of stuff like, you know, like Elvis Costello and the Cars and yeah. that kind of shit. Uh, I just checked out this James Clark band in Oakville, kind of an older dude, but he can't play like that kind of shit. His band was sick. Um, yeah, like I mean, there's always shit that that's coming up that I like. I mean, I I I get stoked pretty easy on music these days. Like as long as something's honest, I'm pretty into it. Like I I promoted and produced so many shows that um, like genre like genre sort of trickled away in my mind, and it's just like if this person isn't really putting their heart into it. I fucking, you know, like it. You back you know I mean? it. Yeah. Because there is a lot of bullshit out there. Like a lot of people, and they, may, they might not be trying to be bullshit. They just don't know who they are as a performer yet. Or yeah. they're playing a music that they think is cool and it's not really in their heart. You know what I mean? There's a lot of ways to get there. I'm yeah. not saying that like you're either bullshit or you're not, but sometimes people just, you know, when it's like, you know, really there, you can feel it. Absolutely. What got you into punk growing up? Uh, I, had, I had older, cool older siblings, siblings in skateboarding. Um, I was probably about you know, nine or 10, grade five. And, um, uh, you know, skateboarding was a thing. And, um, you know, uh, you'd go down to like wherever there's a ramp, somebody would build a ramp. Cause it was mostly for that, that back then. Oh yeah. Uh, and then, um, uh, somebody would have a tape like agent orange or something like that. And the first real punk I got my hands on was at the cramps, like a uh, psychedelic jungle. I think that was the record. And then, um, dead milkman, big lizard in my backyard. And I think it was like, Probably like the Violent Femmes, and then shortly after that, it would have been like, you know, maybe within a couple of years, it would like would have been Fugazi, like Black Flag and Dayglo abortions and shit like that. Cool. And so my my older siblings, they just had that kind of shit. My sister had a lot of like, like I'd sneak in and listen to her vinyl. And she had a lot of like The Cure and things like that. Yeah. And uh, like House Martins and kind of like a lot of that Brit stuff, um, English beat kind of shit. And then my brother Matt, he was like ACDC and you know. Uh, he his his touch he, like his touch point with punk left and he kind of got back into like you know like he had a mullet for a bit shit <laughs> you know he was he's awesome we're super close but like he was just kind of more like Motley Crue right and then but uh, I just kind of got into punk then and I think it was a lot of it was out of spite because I can remember um, argue, like Skid Row that summer had uh, eighteen in a life was the big song and <laughs> I had cramps like a lot and everybody had Skid Row tapes and they, like they're like your guys aren't even on much music and I didn't know why but I would have been damned if I was going to be wrong because right. I've always been stubborn <laughs> so I think I was like no this is the best shit and I think that's sort of how it happened yeah but um, yeah I've always I don't know I've always kind of and like fuck dude like I saw Nirvana play like like getting wow. older you know what I mean like. Yeah, Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, really? Like, like I, we, we, all of that shit just hit right at my formative years. And there was another guy, my friend Laurie Archibald's, Sean Archibald's, his her older brother, because we lived in like, 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 
Stranger Things looks like a fucking city. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucking boonies. So one of his, uh, one of our older, uh, or the older siblings of one of our friends, he, um, he DJed at a college radio. And so he would bring like cool shit back, like Nirvana bleach. And then every, it was all cassette culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was everybody like taping it, taping it, taping it. And then, <laughs> you know, you'd have this hissy version of something that you had to like sit there and listen and yeah. stay, you know, but that's, that's, so yeah, it was just the right, I guess right or wrong. Who knows? I guess I don't know how it went different, <laughs> you know, but uh, it was just, yeah, it was pretty organic for sure. So you actually, now you, you kind of remind me of myself in the way that you, you, Incredibly good looking, incredibly good looking, yeah, charming. You play in a band that you like to have fun with, Mm -hmm. for sure. You, your partner is named Haley, which is the same uh, name as my wife, but also spelt the same, which is actually super important. That that is a huge. You know that? Oh, I know that like fucking crazy. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like my Haley. like when, if there's an AI, phew. yeah, exactly. You're not getting any uh, no. tags or any like if no, uh, no, no. But she gets mad. Oh yeah, <laughs> she does not like like I don't know what happened, yeah. but H A I L E Y yeah is very offensive. To yeah, her. don't do it. She's like, <laughs> like she'll get pissed. Like like because like if she's like. Her name's in a message, and then sometimes somebody will still spell it wrong. She's like, "My name's spelled right, fucking there." Yeah. Like, but fucking right, spell it right. You know exactly. I mean? she's, she's sick. She deserves to have her name spelled properly. Um, but yeah, you remind me a bit about my uh, of myself. Do you have any advice uh, to a younger version of yourself to uh, who's like pursuing music or anything? Uh, put more energy into the creative than the partying. Yeah, that that's good advice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Focus yeah. on more the 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 con uh, yeah like the fuck content. going out get yeah. wasted like even if you're if you want to get wasted do it at home while you're making something okay yeah yeah because then at least yeah. you're still being productive yeah yeah for sure yeah you're out there just talking shit wasting time at a bar can't <laughs> tell you how much time I've wasted at a bar yeah shit man just shit talking small talk getting all fucked up yeah it's a waste of, like I don't regret like I don't regret that thankfully right. you know what I mean like thankfully we got a, kind of alive yeah but there's a lot of nights I could have just been out like now when I when I'm home like tonight it's like. Uh, like I'm psyched I'm going out to the Daglo show but I'd really rather be editing this video right not r- rather be but I was like oh fuck yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. that, that kind of that's a bit more I don't know no that's, that's totally cool no one's gonna do it for you yeah yeah exactly so I got one more question before we get into the Bannockdote segment sure um, I know you're a huge huge fan of a lot of pop culture like yeah. I, like, I, like we follow each other on social media so yeah. I know you're a huge fan of Marvel we could sit yeah. here and talk about you know the new Batman movie yeah. but really what I want to know yeah. who do you think is going to win this season of Drag Race oh fuck um, who are you rooting for um, the one I liked like the uh, she just got or he just got sorry pardon me he just got uh, knocked out um I can't remember. Georges? The, uh, the, uh, I like the one who has the drag kids and stuff like that. Wore the leopard print shirt the other day. Southern accent. I'm the worst with names. Angeria. I believe so. Angeria. I believe yeah. that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 I'm going for Lady Camden. She's the like British one. Yeah. yeah. She's been growing a lot in the yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just know that you're a huge drag. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I like. Oh, my phone fell out. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh. Nicasio. Fuck. Sorry, I gotta turn that off. Sorry, G, I'm doing a thing. I was, I was <laughs> about... yeah, 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 do your thing. Hey. Hey, buddy. I'm on a pod. Look at you, shirtless. I'm on a podcast, and I was trying to hang up on you, and then I just said I'd get you on. It's the four. Tw- it's it's a it's the four twenty episode of the Bandicoot podcast. There, I don't know if you can see him. Say nice. happy four twenty, Johnny. Happy four twenty. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Nice. I'll call you after, okay? Sorry. Love you. Bye. Let's get into some anecdotes. So yeah, All tell right. me some of the wildest stories you have from being in a band, whether it's on the road, at a show, in the studio, anything, anything that you got. That's I don't like. What 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 do you want to hear? Like, there's a lot. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like, I don't remember going to Madrid, dude. So like, <laughs> I would love to remember. So I mean, we fucking partied a lot, dude. Like, um, a lot. 
Like everything. The, the, the rule back in the early 20s, early 20s was no crack, no smack. Yeah. And yeah. then everything else went. It was just a constant party. Yeah. Like, um, so it's hard to just pick one. But I mean, like, we, like my first tour was with Video Dead and nobody across Canada was with Video Dead and nobody had licenses and we were going out to meet the fucking Daglo abortions. <laughs> like just really? fucking wild shit. Wow. Like it was, yeah. Like one time me and Barney, like, and I don't condone this, but uh, we were young and just fucking did not give a fuck about anything. Yeah. Um, you know, we were driving through the, like that tour, me and Barney up front, no licenses. There's a fucking cooler beer right there going through a ride program in Thunder Bay. All right, keep going. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We're like, like it was wild. Yeah. Like things that I would never do now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, like it, it, like it's like it's it just didn't stop. So it's it's um, I mean, there was like here's a good one that people like. I Kanye'd finger eleven at the Junos. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a good one. A lot. And some people know this, and some people have heard this one. But and I don't like this is. I also want to say, like, Finger Eleven is, like, I think solely responsible for the 905 scene. And I have great respect for these guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah. And they are cool guys. And this is just kind of turned into its own thing. That um, <laughs> So, back in the old MySpace days. Yeah. Let me gather around. Let me tell you about MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so um, that's around when Kanye fucking fucked around with uh, Taylor Swift. Remember all that shit? Yeah. On TV and, like, for, I don't know, whatever. And so we made a joke on our MySpace that when Finger Eleven won, because we were nominated for Best Rock Award, yep. rock, rock thing. So, Juno. Um, and so I like I think I said on that, this thing's starting to fucking kick in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I said on our, our MySpace, I was like, um, when Finger Eleven wins, we're going to Kanye them. <laughs> right? And then so it got a whole bunch of laughs or whatever the fuck it was back then. And... Um, then we're flying out to Calgary and uh, Taylor, Greg Taylor, like he was in grade in Jersey and all that stuff. And Alvia, uh, he's like a, he's like a fucking, he's an instigator. <laughs> like fucking flat out. He's just an instigator. And he's like, every time I look back at him, you go Kanye. And then he bought these Kanye glasses. Oh, yeah, he had the line, shade, the yeah. line shape. Yeah. Know, so he bought those. He's like Kanye. And I'm like, fuck. And so he's bugging. He's like, you have to do it. You have to do it. I'm like, I don't want to do this, man. I don't want to fucking do this shit. <laughs> And then so I'm like, okay. Oh, look you at cats? cats? No, I love, love cats. I have four. That's the legal amount in Hamilton. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You think I have a legal limit? <laughs> yeah, trust me. I have room in my heart for more. <laughs> I love cats. This is Butters. Hi, Butters. Yay. He's very friendly. You are beautiful. Look at your little eyes. Um, So where were we? So anyway, um, so then I went, I, like, I've known those guys. I played my very first rock show with the Rainbow Butt Monkeys when I was in grade nine at our high school. Like, you know, like, I've, like I love these guys. I yeah. Adore them. And uh, so I'm like, hey, guys, this is the thing. Here's the bit. And they're like, okay, uh, I don't know. All right. But if you like, whatever. And I'm like, please just say no. Please just say no. <laughs> and then Scott Anderson, the singer and a wonderful guy and like probably one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Um he goes, well, I've never been able to control your wrist, but it's not like I'm going to be able to start now. And Greg took that as a yes. <laughs> so then we're back at our table, and it's me. Uh, we're with Shad, Shad K. Yeah, the I love Shad. So he's sitting there, and then like he's like, it's going down. And everyone's like, oh, this is going down. And so I ordered 15 Heinekens. It's free booze. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. And I chugged 15 Heinekens. Sure enough, Finger 11 wins when I work. It's, and so I walk up on stage, get there before them, and I'm like... I'm like, I don't know who these fucking guys are, 
but this is St. Alvia's award. Fuck all y'all. Really? This is what I said. <laughs> and then, uh, then I cook it the fuck out of the fucking Junos as fast as I can. I see Shad being like, yeah! <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I, I, go, I go outside and I'm panicking. Like, I'm like, I just threw my whole career down the fucking drain. <laughs> Holy fuck. Then I see Eon from Bedouin. He comes out. He's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So then we go party and fucking, oi, and just get partied, right? The next day, we're walking up the red carpet. <laughs> and... uh it's wild. Like I got a back rub from Jack Layton for like the NDP party. Yeah. Cause he like, cause it's all, it's all press and shit like that. And we're just like, I'm probably still going like, like, let's be honest. I yeah. probably haven't slept. You're right. I could tell you. <laughs> I don't know if I can get this one out. I, 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 I won't use his name. Okay. But we were partying hard and everybody like I've, you know, I do not condone, like we partied hard. Like, I mean, this isn't the first time people, people know this, right? right. We were hard partying dudes. And my roommate at the time was so mad that morning that there was just a party everywhere that he went into the bathroom and he's like, there's fucking Coke on the Bible. And he comes out and it, but like, that was the only light that was on. And so he came out shaking the Bible as Coke blew through the air as if he was in this cocaine snow globe and it's falling in his beard and shit like that. And he's like so mad. Anyway, so chances are I was still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to lie, dude. Like I've settled down. This is in my 20s. I'm in my 40s. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad I lived through it and I do not recommend it. It's a miracle I did. Yeah. So, but anyway. And then so we're on the fucking red carpet. I go up to Jack Layton. I give him a back rub. He's talking to some guy. And then we go talk to some guys, like, you know, press. And then he came up and gave me a thing. I was like, holy fuck, that's cool. And then we get into the thing uh, or the entrance to the Junos. And it's at the, the stadium, whatever it's called. And um, and uh, I guess maybe the Saddle Dome. Is that it? Whatever. Fucking who cares. And, uh, and the bouncer guy, uh, the security's like, you, you're not allowed in there. So I get pulled aside because of my stunt from the day before. Right. Like, it was all like, watch for this fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. So then they sit me in like this timeout that just happens to be um, shared with all of the fucking like the, the, you know, the VIPs. Yeah, okay. So you got like, so I'm getting put, uh, what's the fucking name? What's her name from out east? The, the folk singer. Not Reba, but uh, Anne. Oh, what's her name? She fucking elbowed me. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I swear she elbowed me. What was her name? Fuck. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, but I'm, like, there's all these people, like Ben Mulrooney, all of these like you know Canadian. Like they're all like that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, and then, like this security guy has like this mohawk, and he's sitting there, and he's like, "You can't go anywhere." And I'm like, well, "I'm fuck. I think I'm in trouble." And I guess they had to call Finger Eleven to say that it was okay for me to go into the Junos. Okay. And so thankfully, because I know a couple of them didn't think it was as funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but thankfully, my homie Rick, uh, like, we're, like he thought it was hysterical. He didn't give a fuck. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, he just, you know, he's the funniest fucking dude. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. So luckily, they got a hold of him first. He's like, yeah, Ben's allowed in. And anyway, so that was uh, then that night. Fuck. <laughs> then we keep going, and there's this rock star hotel, and this is how full of shit Canadian celebrity is. Okay. Huge lineup, and apparently there's this top level fucking party going on, and they're not apparently there was, and so I'm like, I'm not waiting in this shit. And I had my buddy Johnny Atley with me from Waterdown, just like some Lugan that I've partied with my whole life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so we walk up to the front of the thing, the line, and I don't know what these guys thought. But I just went with with great confidence. I'm like, I need to get into this party now. I need it to be discreet and I need it to happen fast. <laughs> and the guy, and he looked back up at Johnny Atley and Johnny Atley goes, <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, come on. 
And then they just walked me right up. Wow. Yeah. And then I raged and that party kind of sucked. And then, yeah. And then um, there's one. <laughs> I don't know. That That's was a crazy. fucked up one. Yeah, yeah. It was a fucked up one, man. Um, but there's like, there's like, I mean, there's been tons, man. Like, uh, like stupid tattoos, like fucking um, one time. Fuck. Oh, I got another. Actually, here's a good one. Here's this is an older one from like, uh, this is one that kind of had a new ending lately. Like, um, so uh, I can remember I like in the early days of like the 905, there was a really important punk band called Trunk, who were kind of like a street punk band, and then they like suburban street punk, and then they kind of went a bit more like fat rack or something like that. But they were doing pretty good. They were on a label called Raw Energy Records, which was had a bunch of like had my old band, had Raw like had uh, Trigger Happy. Um, oh, anyway, a bunch of bands from that era, and. Uh, Trunk was playing a secret show at the old Elma Combo with Rancid. So it was Trunk, Rancid, this band called Maryland's Vitamins, and the singer of that went on to form a band called Hostage Life after, and they were on the radio for a bit. Oh, of few, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 Hostage Life. And so um, we were hanging out on the roof of the Elma Combo with Rancid, and this is like right before Life Won't Wait. Okay. Right? And so, um, you know, so this is like pre-internet, right? So like people that have phones, so back then when you saw somebody on tour, you were like checking out each other's licenses, like what's that shit look like? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you didn't know. Like, yeah, it's, like, totally. Just, like, and so you're doing that. Excuse me. And then um, Lars, I remember he had Chuck D's phone number. He's like, look, I got Chuck D's Because they could, at that time they were so young, <laughs> rancid, they could hardly believe that they were fucking famous yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was happened so fast. Because like those records were like within like a few years of each other. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. ones that were selling millions. And so they were fucking all stressed out. Um, so I, like I sang a couple songs with Chuck, but I was mostly like just selling their merch and just hanging out. But like I wasn't like, the main guy, but right. I was hanging out. And so they were stressed out because the next day uh, they were getting flown out to play Adam Yo MCA from the Beastie Boys wedding. Really? Yeah. And I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan. Yeah. And Rancid, right? And then so I was like, that's crazy. That was crazy. And they had all these songs and whatever. And so uh, I, I, you know, we like Alvia had opened up for them like I, I there's a couple times we crossed paths again but like you know he would never remember who the fuck we were or whatever i wouldn't even bother and so um i guess the summer of 2019 we were shooting like what ended up being like the last episodes of our podcast into the weeds before the pandemic right but rancid came through toronto with pennywise and a few other bands and Ephraim was in town and Ephraim's from that scene like he's from california like my co-host mm -hmm. he plays in death by stereo and voodoo glow skulls oh fuck yeah yeah so that's <laughs> F, like that's that's my co-host of the show that's super cool yeah it's, he's the best like we've been best friends since the video dead days like me and him got fucking stories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like we've been partying for you know what i mean yeah uh and anyway so f got us all backstage and we were walking and we were leaving and uh End of the night, and Tim's sitting there on the steps, you know, after the show, post show, and he's got all those fucking huge, like, kind of gangster looking security dudes around him and shit. And I'm walking by, we locked eyes, and I'm just like, fuck it. I'm like, can I ask you a question? And then all the security guys were like, like, uh, oh, you just did, motherfucker. You just did. I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to get fucking <laughs> dummy. Right? And then Tim's like, well, you thought I should have played this different? Like, I, got, I don't know. I guess the guy's getting hassled. I don't know sure. what the fuck's going yeah. on. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, okay, what's your question, bro? And I'm like, uh, tell him the story. And I'm like, and you guys were going to go play Adam Yout, MCA's you know, wedding and like Rancid and Beastie Boys are two of my all-time favorite things. And I'm like, I've been wondering since 1996 or seven, like how did that fucking show go to you? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he was like, Oh fuck. And then, uh, he sat down and it was like story time. Like all the gangsters <laughs> just sat and listened to this crazy, beautiful story of him, like, uh, playing like the wedding and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it went great. And like, you know, uh, and then he's like, then he goes, uh, and then Branson played Beastie Boys at basketball, and I ain't going to say who won. <laughs> 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 so, so that was pretty cool because it kind of, uh, 
it had um you know like like i had like this one story about it and then and then you know 20 30 years later there's a new ending to that story yeah yeah that's super cool yeah yeah that was fun when I, I know there wasn't really a band story but no it of. still counts all right still yeah. counts when you're on the road what's your go-to gas station snack halls halls yeah 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 because uh like like or, or like fisherman's friend because i'm always like this battle of water smoking and my throat right and you're you performing yeah, vocals, and that's soup right? and then i'm always eating soup <laughs> yeah like nice. i fucked like being on the road it's like fuck it's like it's a different it's a different thing when you're singing yeah you know what i mean like it's like it's your you're, you know, you're like your head's got to be there. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, so you got to like, I don't know. It's tough. You got to be able to sleep. You know, you got all that kind of shit. Absolutely. You know? So uh, it's a, it's a constant battle. Advil's fucking like, you know, like, <laughs> like when you're doing like Alvia tours weren't that rough. Right. When you're doing like, you know, like the like video dead stuff and we were screaming like, you know, sick of it all style like rah, 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 like that kind of shit. Uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, not easy on the voice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the rules kind of get, well, we don't really put tour. So it's like, that's not really a thing. Like we might in the future, but there's nothing planned, but uh, it's a bit, well, like I, I got, I figured out how to do it a bit better now. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot more articulation, like curl those R's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And make make like, the shows count more. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, it's just vocally with how you get the message oh, across, like right. screaming and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, curl, yeah. curl your R's. Like you get that. Rah, rah, yeah, you know what I mean. It sounds more vicious, and you don't fucking have to like fuck your throat up so yeah. much, like that kind of shit. Absolutely. Know? So it's a little bit better, but it's still tough. And then also like your early forties, you got to kind of fucking deal with it a bit different. Dial it back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where's the farthest you've ever played or like gone left from home? I, I guess the farthest would be Japan. Oh, you've played Japan. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, it's it like it feels, and I hope this doesn't sound rude or anything like that, but. It's like it's it's like being in an alternate universe or as close to something that you would feel like, you know what I mean? Because it's exactly like here, but just like a little different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like certain things, like just, uh, yeah. All sorts of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, but it's it's at the, at the same time, it feels like the same. I don't know. It's it, But it's neat. It was, um, yeah, we went there on like some Canadian talent exchange thing when I was in Alvia. We shot a music video there and uh, we did about, one of our songs was did pretty well in Japan. <laughs> nice. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Do you have any pre-show rituals? Uh, just, we would probably usually just do shot. Like now, I, like I'll do some push-ups or something like that. Yeah. But those days would just be shots and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 A good one. Here's another good one with, the, with that band. We were playing um, Canada Day with Planet Smashers and a guy called Manu Chow. Are you familiar with Manu Chow? No. He's the biggest independent selling world artists on planet earth but he does, he's not english speaking so none of us fucking english people know who the fuck he is that's hilarious he drew a million people in like 24 hours notice or something like that in mexico wow. city something like that like something wild you know but we didn't know who he was and um this is a lesson in know your audience so it's canada day and we're like we were playing a lot in montreal back then because of stomp records and mm -hmm. all that kind of shit so yeah. we were handpicked by manny chow because like that band had some like you know reggae ska salsa punk all that shit it's just a clash kind of vibe mm -hmm. and um and so we're like, holy fuck. And there's like 26 to 40,000 people up front or something like that. Like, it's crazy. And we're like, wow. holy fuck. Here we go, boys. You know, we all do the fucking shot before the show. Yeah. And so this is why it's a lesson to know your audience is that when we got out to the mic, the first thing Robbie Paslik said, Boob said, like he would do all the speaking, well, like out there because he spoke the best French, was happy Canada Day. And this is a fucking 26,000 fucking separatist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then... 
<laughs> and then like a wave, like a wave of booze. Like, have you ever disappointed? Like, disappointing twenty six thousand human beings at one time is a different experience that I don't think a lot of people get to enjoy, or not enjoy, or it's just experience. Just experience, yeah. It is wild. Like, like, like right now, if it, the energy of me making you laugh feels good. That yeah. is one person being happy. Imagine twenty six thousand more. The exact opposite. <laughs> That's that, that, it's one of my favorite like we got to do some fun stuff with that band but like that is like one of my favorite fucking memories of rock and roll That's like crazy. I'm so I'm like so grateful for that experience I don't know like, maybe I'm a glutton for punishment but I just I just Did you finish that set Yo, we fought through it, and we might, we might have got like eight people back or some shit. Like That's I don't know. Good. Taylor seems to remember it differently, but uh, I like I felt like I was struggling, man. Yeah, I was feeling the hate for sure. Maybe it was in my head, but um, if Rules was a massive arena band, like I said, let's say they're at the level of Metallica. Yeah, what's the rock star green uh, uh, dream rider? What's waiting in the green room for you? You got an unlimited budget. <sighs> We'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, like For anything, the- I would like realistic. Like, did it have to? Is it? Does it? Is it something that has to be brought there, or it would have to be sourced out for me? Doesn't matter. It's if you want it, it's there. A private pool at every show. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's what I would want. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. A full like uh like like yeah like you know what I mean and then like like I would like the fixings too if it's like you know what I mean like if I wanted to have a party but I like to swim so like and like uh that's the only time all the no like if I'm underwater that's the only time it shuts all off yeah you know I mean? so that's what I would do that yeah. would be sick that's super cool that's probably one of the <laughs> cannonballs you know yeah. because you, gotta, you can get wasted in that shit if you want like you know what I mean like if we need to find like trust me we don't have a hard time finding bags yeah. <laughs> That's great. You know what I mean? We can get that, but yeah. a pool, you know what I mean? Then you can do whatever you want. You can have a healthy thing with the kids. You can have a fucking pool party. You can get the baby, your wives over with the, you know, the babes over yeah. with the fucking, you know, you can do that. You can, uh, you know, it's just, that's what I would do. I like it. You know, and then, then you also have your sanctuary. Like you, it's a, it's a place where it's like very specifically, like just going to be for the people that you want there. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No randos. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I've only got one more question for you. Um, Give me your top five biggest influences, maybe artists of all time. Uh, if you can't give me five, you can give me three. Beastie Boys, ACDC, Sabbath. I, I, the punk, maybe flat, I don't know. I have, to, I have to think on the punk one. Who do I got? Beastie Boys, ACDC, Sabbath. Nirvana. And Faith No More. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, probably, yeah. Super cool list. Tough question, though. Yeah, it is a big question. Like, uh, I was trying to go for the ones that have been there. Like, Fugazi should be on that list, too, probably yeah. somewhere. Like, I'm trying to... And Black Flag should probably be on there, too. Like, I was trying to pick, like, the ones that have been there the longest. Yeah. It's hard, right? But, yeah. maybe, like, you know, like, like that Fugazi should maybe be on there. Over... I don't know. That's tough, dude. It's a tough one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fucking first Fugazi tape, though, that was fucking life-changing. It's a good record. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any more anecdotes to add, feel free to. But if uh, if you want to wrap up, we could wrap yeah, up. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, this has been so much fun. And I really appreciate you having – I got some stuff here for you. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Some, gifts. I was going to eat, but we ended up doing something way better. But here's some gifts from our store. Yeah, we have yeah, a store yeah. Plug your I, store. Like I don't even know if I'm allowed to. So uh, I won't okay. say the name, but look at the product placement. <laughs> <laughs> these are some. These are actually pretty nice. I'm going to take one and leave one for you. Sure, thank but you. But these are sugar-free. 
They're actually pretty nice. Nice. These are all the regulated market shit, and it's not bad. These are great. This is a regulated like dist distillate, but it's yeah. CBD. I put it in my coffee. Oh, cool. So I already opened it up because I had a coffee on the way yeah, here, fair. and I wanted to be able to focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find CBD does that. Here's just some gummies. These yeah. Are anything compared, like, stick with yours. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of... Uh... Oh, we're going to smoke that, actually. Hell yeah. You and me are going to smoke that. Fuck after. yeah. And then I got you some swag. Here's some swag from the store. Oh, perfect. A bunch of different shit. Yes. You don't have to wear it. You can give it to your listeners. Here's a toque. Yeah. From Mood Ring. There's some... Uh, the high-in-demand uh, Ghost Drops trading cards really <laughs> super cool uh ghost drops shirt oh hell yeah then these denim bucket hats no way yeah, oh you're too kind and then yeah and then you got um some more random shit <laughs> thank oh you. thank you yeah thank you for fucking having us on or having me on the show really yeah, yeah so nice. uh if you want to plug the social medias of anything you want to plug oh, yeah. anything you're the podcast yeah please um if you have time check out at uh, at rules are a band in rules are a band that's everything and the podcast is uh at get into the weeds that's everything as well perfect right yeah. on yeah yeah Th thanks so much dude yeah perfect. a lot of fun yeah we'll end it there cool